what's up, everyone? Welcome to Leading Hope. So glad you're joining with us. Hey, Kevin, I've got an announcement to make about the last four episodes. You ready? Yes. We found out that you had COVID <laughs> yes. during all four. So if you go back to any of the four, because we recorded them all at once uh, the week after Christmas yeah. when I didn't know I had COVID. It's the 26th. Uh, you'll notice that I get significantly more fatigued as the episodes go on yeah. and a little more sweaty. <laughs> So uh, if you were wondering what was happening there, that's what happened. But we're so glad you're with us today. I'm Welcome. Good. No yeah, COVID. You are. Yeah. No COVID. Welcome. You're listening to the Leading Hope Podcast. My name is VJ Williams here with my friend and pastor, Kevin Jack. Thank you for joining us and taking time out of your day to become a better leader. If you're new, really release a new episode every Wednesday. Uh, you can hit that subscribe button and uh, it will automatically show up on all the podcast platforms that you choose to listen to us on. Also, share this with a friend on Facebook. Instagram, YouTube, all the fun places where your friends hang out. And rate and review on Apple Podcasts. You won't believe how a few extra minutes of rating will absolutely help get this podcast in the hands of so many more leaders just like you. Visit leadinghope.online and get updates and find out more about the Leading Hope community. Stand alone today. Yep. You've got ready. I cannot wait for this, man. We, You just kind of announced this to the church in one area. Mm -hmm. We're now going to, to our leaders. It's episode 113, Bold Leadership. Bold. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't. Bold. Uh, you did it so. Bold. I'm not going to be able to mimic that. <laughs> No, you don't have <laughs> the to. The tone of voice. Don't have to. Don't <laughs> so, have to. I'm uh, excited about this, though. Can I tell you that? Good. I'm really excited to what, what you have in here. Me too. I'm excited as well. Let's go. So every year uh, for Be Hope Church, we theme our year. And uh, next episode, we're going to talk about why we do that and how to do that if you want to. But this episode, I want to talk about that theme. So our theme this year as a church is Be Bold, Be Hope, or yeah. as VJ would say in his cadence, Bold, <laughs> Be Hope. We don't say it like that. I just did this time. Okay, so that's not, it's not a thing. It's not a thing. It almost became a thing. We're all grateful that it is not a thing. Right. So that is our theme for our church this year. So I want to talk uh, today on the podcast about bold leadership and what bold leadership looks like. And first, I want to give you a definition because I think this this was fascinating to me. Uh, the difference between brave and bold. Brave is defined as ready to face and endure danger or pain, while bold is defined as showing an ability to take risks. Ooh. And here was the key distinction between those for me is that brave is reactive bold is proactive the difference between brave and bold is brave is what you do when you're backed into a corner and you have nowhere else to turn bold is i'm just gonna do it no one's shoving me no one's pushing me i'm just gonna go for it and see what happens within that which is so important to understand in the context of leadership. So this is stuff we're not going to really get into uh, if you attend here on the weekends or watch online at Be Hope. So this isn't going to make its way into sermons or anywhere else. But in the context of leadership, leadership means that you are going a direction. <laughs> like, does that make sense? Like, if you're leading, you're moving from the spot that you're in. Now, it could be in a thousand different ways. It could be in terms of culture, values, vision, direction, strategy. But it means that you are, by definition, moving in a direction. Now, sometimes you're going to move in a direction because of the circumstances that are imposed upon you that you have to move. 
you have to do something. So to say it like this, like market conditions, uh, personnel change, someone moves, someone does something like you are going to have to make a change, decide something, cast vision because of circumstances that are imposed upon you, but not always. So sometimes your leadership will require brave leadership when you have to do something because of outside forces. But there is this other piece that is so important to acknowledge. That's not always going to be the case. And if you want to stay as not just title of leader, but as function of leader, it will require boldness. It will require you to be proactive and to step out on your own. And so I I put here in my notes, and I thought this was so important, that most people would rather sit atop the org chart than to actually do the work of leadership. So they go, I want to be the leader. He goes, okay, where are we going? And they never act, they never move until they are absolutely forced to. So when you have the title, you must value impact more than the title. When you have the title and people go, you are the leader, it necessitates, this is so important, that you value the impact that you can create from that influence and from that authority more than just having the position of leader itself. So if you're going to lead and you're not in a crisis, it will require boldness at the core. You must be bold in order to keep people moving a direction. That is what leadership is all about. So today, I want to talk through three aspects of bold leadership, three different things that that may be how you exhibit bold leadership. So for you, wherever you are, I want you to think through, okay, I don't want to just be reactive. I want to be proactive. And so I want to give you probably not all three at once, just to be clear, because that's probably just going to make a mess. I want to give you three different ideas of what you may need to step into in your boldness. So First aspect of bold leadership, to intentionally challenge the status quo. This is what bold leaders do. Bold leaders intentionally uh, challenge the status quo. Now, to unintentionally challenge the status quo is to create frustration. To unintentionally challenge the status quo is when you just walk in a room and you go, what are we doing? This doesn't work. It's to upend the system and all of a sudden cause your uh, cause your entire team to have whiplash. Because I thought we were going there. Now we're going here. I didn't realize. I thought we set out that this is what we were going to do. And uh, I and you have met so many leaders that they think that's bold leadership just to walk in and go, I don't like this. I don't think this is working. That just creates frustration. That's not boldness, okay? That's bull in a china shop. That's not what we're looking for. To intentionally challenge the status quo is to set goals and vision in such a way that we can no longer operate how we currently do, okay? It it comes across as strategic. It comes across as boldness. It comes as well thought out. This is proactive, okay? This is what bold leadership looks like. And that may be the piece that you need to look at in your bold leadership is to go, what have we been doing that has gotten so comfortable and so normalized that we need to take a step in a new direction or we need to elevate our game and you need to go about it. This is so important. You need to go about it in such a way that you're not creating chaos in everyone's eyes. They understand why you're leading in the direction that you do. Bold leadership will intentionally challenge the status quo. Second aspect of bold leadership. Bold leadership is more focused on opportunity than obstacle. 
<laughs> Thank you for that. V, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through this, then I want to give you a yeah. chance to pipe in. Okay, yeah, so yeah. let me yeah, just yeah, walk yeah. you through yeah. my notes real I quick. I just really like the, that one. Thank you. Uh, is more focused on opportunity than obstacle. So I here's the deal. Bold leaders, we're not saying that they're not unaware of the obstacles. That's just not what they're focused on. Okay. Bold leaders are aware of the challenges that are in their way. It just doesn't get the prime amount of their attention. And so here's the <laughs> here's this is the rebuttal that I want to anticipate because there's some people that are oh yeah, well, uh, but I, I'm good at seeing the obstacles. I'm good at seeing the problems. Can I just be clear? Like you maybe, but everyone can see the problems. Yeah. Like, and, and there is, there's a long tangent that I could go on that I don't necessarily want to go on the long tangent, right. but there is this, there is this realm in this thought where people view uh, cynicism, pessimism, criticism as their unique gifting. Yep. And I want to say pointing out the problems is not a spiritual gift. <laughs> yeah. Pointing out what's wrong is not a gifting. So you look at it, you go, which is the greater gift to criticize or to create? And the greater gift is always to create. Anyone can criticize anything. Can I say it like this? Like uh, my kids criticize every food that is put in front of their face. Yes. Because it takes no gifting to criticize. They can't yep. make a darn thing to save their life. Now I'm not going to be too hard because they're children and we don't let them like use the oven and stuff like that. But but it, there's a similar realm of like whether it's church, whether it's business, whether it's anything. People don't seem to grasp to go like to create something is hard and to make something better is difficult. And so to be aware of the obstacles in the path is not something that is significant. And and I would almost say it like this. There are no things that exist in the world today that are just completely terrible. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, like absolutely. Nothing you would go like, I understand it may not be great. I understand some businesses may need to shut down. But there is no thing that you would go, this exists and it is all completely, entirely, everything about it is awful, evil, bad. Yeah. And so to go, there's something in it that's good. And if you can't see the good that's in it, then you're really not in a spot where you can be a bold leader because you're obsessed about what's wrong, the obstacle instead of the opportunity. Yeah, the 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 light at the end of the tunnel is a choice, just like the darkness in your life is also what you see. And how many people have the, like the leader can see the light, I love that, isn't it? The leader can see the light at the end of the tunnel, yep. what it's going to lead to. Yeah. Uh, the non-leader looks at it and thinks their gift is to go, it was really dark in here. <laughs> Yeah, like point out the obvious. Yeah. Yep. Good, good, good. So I believe that's a huge piece of bold leadership. Bold leadership is not more aware of the opportunity than the obstacle. They're more focused. That's the thing that is getting their attention. And that may be the step you need to take is you may have been staring at the obstacles and coming up with a list of reasons as to all the things that are bad instead of going, hey, this is the direction it needs to head. Third aspect of bold leadership that we're talking about today. Bold leadership is willing to be wrong. Oh, <laughs> right, we're going to do that. Every single time I do yeah, points, that's yeah, going to yeah, be a thing. I, I, I like that one too. Because I enjoy it. Um, so this is why that's so important, is what I continuously see is, and uh, I don't want to come across as the posture of a critic, because what I continuously see in others, and what I am aware of in myself if I'm not actively working against it, is to say it like this. Um, so many people don't want to be wrong, and so they're paralyzed to make a decision or to take a step until they're certain. Mm. If you're certain, it means everyone's certain, and the opportunity is gone. And so it, like, you can't seize the opportunity of the moment until you wait for certainty. 
because then it's obvious to everyone you're no longer the leader, you're no longer first, you're no longer in a position to maximize it. And so boldness in leadership is willing to take a chance, to take a risk, and to take a chance and to take a risk means you might be wrong. And they're more than happy to apologize, to admit their mistake later, to learn from it, than they are to miss the opportunity to begin with. So good. Now, this is what's so hard, is if I could just say it as brave leadership is when you go, well, I'm going to get fired if I don't do this, so I might as well do it. Yeah. We're going to go out of business if we don't do this, so we might as well do it. If yeah. I could, uh, let me just ruffle some feathers Ooh. like crazy and have fun with go. this. Um, churches, like churches get in this spot. They, they get down, they were strong, healthy, making an impact at one point in time. They don't change, they don't change, they don't change. They dwindle, they dwindle, they dwindle. It gets down 20, 40 people, something like that, from a once great spot. Now they have to exhibit bravery. Now they have to exhibit courage because they have no other options. They are backed into a corner or they will not exist yep. anymore. Yep. And to go, boldness needs to understand when they're at 200 or 300 people, the track that they're about to head down and to proactively take a step. And what happens is people don't realize that the crisis actually comes when you're unwilling to change while things are still healthy and strong. We could stay on this forever. It is when you're still at in a good spot is when you need to exhibit boldness. And if you don't, you're already leading towards a crisis. Does that make sense? Yeah. Did absolutely. I explain that yeah. okay? Yep. Yep. Okay. And too often what happens is we go, oh, we need to be courage. We need to we need to be courageous. Sorry for my terrible grammar in that moment. We need to be brave. No, you needed to be bold 20 years ago, but you weren't. And so now you find yourself in a spot that you don't know the way out of. Right. That's so good. Um, three, three points intentionally challenge the status quo is more focused on opportunity than yep. obstacles. We could talk about that for the rest of this podcast. Is willing to be wrong. What else you got there? That's, that's it. That's it. Um, the, the the last one is is an interesting one, right? I mean, yeah. And I always like starting from that and working our way back. I think uh, is willing to be wrong is is a value, but is is it needs to be measured. Like at the end of the day, right? Like you talk think, more. Talk about wide receivers. Uh, you get the uh, the whole statement. I love what you wrote here, which is uh, leaders are so worried about being wrong that they're paralyzed to make a decision until they're certain. The old uh, this isn't quite the right analogy, but it was in my head. the The whole uh, when I'm e- like the wide receiver and the defensive back when they're running a, a fly pattern. When if he's even, he's leaving. Yeah, <laughs> right. That whole thing, and it's like you if you wait until you're certain, the rest of the group is going to pass you by. Yes. Because they've already made the decision before you did. Yeah. And you have to make it before in order to get out in front of the organization. Now, that, that can make – it can be wrong sometimes. Yeah. And that's okay. And well, what, what stops us from thinking it's okay to be wrong? Well, I think there – I mean, there's a thousand different things. There's like a perception. There's wanting to be liked by people. For some of us, are, we're just afraid to be wrong. Okay. Like, I mean, that's just like the reality is like yeah. we don't like our ready. Our ego can't handle it. Right. The idea that we're wrong on there. And I think one of the difficulties of that is you go um, like, let's say you have a team of 10. Uh, we want all 10 to be on board. Sure. All 10 need to be on board with the direction, not necessarily with the decision. Yeah. And just say like, if everyone in your group is completely on board with the direction you're going, new opportunity, new initiative, you're probably too late. Yeah. Like, that's just the reality. You're right. probably too late. Right. 
And you need to have the connection and trust to go, we may not all agree, but we're all going to buy in yeah. once we've actually decided. Yep, I, I like that. Here's a question then out of that. If you, uh, can you be bold and not make wrong decisions? Uh, we'll say it like this. Like, uh, just play the odds. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, you're going to be wrong. Right. You can be right for a while. Right. Don't don't think you're always right. And <laughs> Eventually, you're going to be wrong. But you, if you're if you if you're if you're always in the other side of it, where you think yourself as brave and just reactionary, yeah, you're just going along with what already happened usually, and just do, making the best of it. I, I think one of the things, and this is um, this is a fight that we're fighting right now. Yep. And and I say this in a good way yeah. to say, um, uh, there's a statement that say you'd rather uh, not hire someone than hire the wrong person. Right. We get that in hiring. That's true. Yeah. Until a point. Right. And you're not ever 100% that someone's the right person. Shoot, I'm not 100% I'm the right person. That makes sense. Like faults, flaws, other stuff within there. Yeah. And so if you wait until you're absolutely sure that this is the right person and it's going to work, you're probably now behind. Yeah. And so we went through a spot where we go... Uh, if I could describe it like this, we deliberately wanted our percentage of staff in our budget to be really low, yes. like crazy lower yes. than most other churches and stuff. And so we probably delayed too long. Yeah. And now we're, I had a conversation this morning. I went, hey, we're probably behind. Yeah. We're probably behind on hiring. And so we need to speed that up in a hurry. And I want to find the right person, but I'm not going to wait so long that I'm 100% sure that it's the right person. Yeah. No, that's exactly right. Uh, the other thing that you talked about, and just because this is titled Bold Leadership, I want to pick your brain a little bit on the fact that that uh, about being proactive, and you you use the bold. Uh, sometimes the mindset is I'm just going to do it. Okay. Um, where what are some of the things that we need to be a little? Because that's uh, self, yeah. Self, yeah. I, I can I could I can be on that side of I'm just going to do it if they're coming. We're coming, and if they're not, they're not, but I'm going to do it. Where can that get us in trouble, and what are some of the signs that we need to make sure that the, the, the being bold in the moment is the right thing to do? Oh, that's massive. Um, so let me— uh, Did I kill one of the other episodes down No, there? no, no, oh, no, no, you're good. I, I'm usually the Let me rephrase that on the—is to go, um, I, I don't want people to hear bold leadership as I'm just going to do it. I want them to hear right. bold leadership as I'm absolutely moving somewhere without someone shoving me. There you go. That makes sense? Yeah, absolutely. And so you go, I am willing to make radical change even when I'm unsure of it just because. Right. I'm willing to, yeah, does that make sense? Right. Change drastically. And so to go, the bold leadership is not someone who is committed to a specific decision, but bold leadership. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Now, now we found it. Okay. It's not someone who's committed to a specific decision. Bold leadership is committed to keep moving Yeah. regardless of the obstacles. And so I would say like, honestly, uh, during COVID uh, for our team, we, we led go. boldly Yes, because we never stopped. Nope. Nope. Ab- and absolutely. that's what bold leadership is to go. I'm not yeah. going to stop. And here's the, just the last thing on this, because I think it's, it's helpful for someone to maybe dig deeper or for themselves in the, in the future on being bold leader. Where does the bold come from? Is it the identity of the individual? Is it the confidence? Is it a combination of both? Is it something else? Uh, that's a, that's a whole nother. It's a whole nother podcast. Well, give us the the Kevin Jack 30 second. 30 second. Where's yeah. my bold leadership come from? There we go. I'm called. There we go. And I'm and I'm unwilling to just sit. I'm called. I'm yeah. I'm not called to just 
sit in a spot. I'm called to do something. You're not going to wait for something to happen. Yep, absolutely. That's fantastic. All right, that's the end of episode 113. Bold leadership, wrap it up for us. Bold leadership, proactive, okay? There's too much at stake for you to sit there and do nothing. Stay proactive in what you're doing. All right, thank you so much for joining us. If you're new to the podcast or haven't yet subscribed, it'd mean the world to us if you did that now. Also, post about it, rate and review, or both. You won't believe how that helps. Get this podcast in the hands of so many more leaders just like you. We love hearing your stories of how the podcast is working in your life and business. If you have a story, visit leadinghope.online and send that to us. We'd love to hear from you. And remember, everyone has 20 minutes to learn to become a better leader. Make it count. Woo!